I'd been out here for a week. Surely Alvin had forgiven me by now. It was only the once. User only left your channel. Stray shot. And anyway, I had traded my way into the top truckers. Just quietly. Too many security ships with itchy trigger fingers. User joined your channel. Too many on the lookout for enemies of the truckers. That's what it felt like being an outsider, an enemy. Dirty. Just hope this trade hall cleared my record. It was about time I broke radio silence. I reached over to the ship's radio and threw the switch. Mics are live. Welcome to Hutton Orbital Radio. It's another Thursday in the northern hemisphere of Earth in the Soul System. The nights might be closing in, but here at Hutton, Proxima is always shining. I'm Dick Chafing. And I'm Rudolf Hucker. Uh, before we start tonight's show, we have had an important message um, that the green room might be silent at the moment. So green room, you can't hear what we're saying. Ha 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 ha. But in tonight's show, we have a collection of eccentric music to a theme that you all need to guess. But before that, we have the news. In tonight's headlines, coup in the stein for the mug. Alvin weighs in one crapper lighter. Shy retiring galactic intern retires shyly. Johnny Five needs input. Hutton Helper helps Hutton rescuers track trucks. station parties in Stein this week, or even Stein, but it's a bit of a Stein, but there were station parties there nonetheless, after the announcement that Victor von Wurst, undemocratic dictator of the Democrats of New Stein, had been ousted peacefully by Brigadier Riverboat and the Hutton team. Brigadier Rigaboat this week was seen on TV screens and full military regalia, accompanied by a pair of heavily armed Mama's Bog Spaniels, declaring that there was not a coup in the Stein and that Victor von Wurst was confined to his quarters for his own safety, closely guarded by Hutton troops. A coup is normally characterized by the takeover of TV stations by military personnel, the incarceration of the incumbent ruler, and strong denials that any form of takeover was in progress. Which we deny. In more pleasant news, it turns out that the definitely non-military coup in Stein has resulted in an election landslide for Alvin. Rumors that everyone was bribed to vote for him with sausage treats are entirely false. They just decided that they would rather a fluffy spaniel than the Victor von Wurst ruler they had. Stein is a tight little system, a white dwarf accompanied by a Type M companion in a uh, in a Type M companion in a binary setup with a population of eight million people over 125,000. 
it's it's yet another system where we can extract the what's it and refine our doodahs with two outposts rainy landing perfect to visit when you've got the collie wobbles and bombing station we've taken a rainy it has 11 planets none of them are landable and a few tidy little moons quiet peaceful not much going on but a lovely addition to alvin's domain With news that Alvin has expanded by a Holstein, we're glad to report that the thorn in his side, the crapper that is Kappa, has finally been cleared of any truckers. The Ginsters Pyrappers have been cleared away, the old copies of Proxima Sun have been sent for recycling, after one last look, and the last vestiges of Hutton's presence, including the smell, have finally been removed. One of three systems that existed purely to put us into permanent war, Kappa One Seti had no appreciable value. It wasn't beautiful, there was nothing there but conflict, and Alvin is delighted to have shed this unwanted system. With the advent of his 30th birthday this week, the Galactic Intern finally reached an age where he was past the debaucheries of his past and had to hang up his intern's pass at Hutton Orbital. The biscuit-munching part-timer trucker has passed into Hutton legend and onto newer and bigger things. And Alvin was left without an intern to make the tea, do all those deliveries that no one else wanted to, and stand in for the admin team whenever the convoys got too hairy. Lale Wolf, concerned that there was no one left to carry Alvin's treats, poos bags, chew toys, immediately started a recruitment drive for a new intern. This radio station can exclusively reveal that a candidate has been selected. Having raised Alvin since he was a pup, Miss Wolf, ever a softy for some adoring eyes and a furry belly, and that's just Cecil, has begun the training of a new mission hound to help. Cookie, as she is known, is the latest addition to the team. A headstrong young lady, much like Lale herself, Cookie is still a little clumsy. But anyone who knew the previous intern and had seen his docking maneuvers will attest that that isn't unusual. She has a habit of going through things rather than around them, just the kind of attitude that a trucker needs. Lael will be continuing to sponsor Cookie throughout her training until such time as she passes her own internship and is awarded a system and an aid of her own. In the meantime, her large paws, adorable eyes and brown and white coat will win her many friends here at Hutton. And besides, what better way to replace Ed Lewis than with a cookie? Commander Johnny Five, top tosser recently promoted from the galley at the orbital, has had a bit of an incident this week. His Cobra Mark III was struggling to start. Despite Lael's sage advice to take the ailing vessel to the dry dock next to Cubicle 2, he decided that it was a simple fix and it would be far cheaper to effect the repairs himself. Despite numerous warning signs, for example the ADS honking loudly every time he flushed the toilet, he declared the ship spaceworthy after his repairs and set off to collect supplies for the Hutton Pizza Factory. Returning from Giuseppe's Pepperoni and Parmesan Emporium, he found himself padblocked and whilst reversing to change to another landing location, the ship rebooted. By rebooted we mean shut down entirely. In a fit of pique, he ejected from the vehicle, 
floating next to Hitton in his remlock and using the kind of language to his ship that's normally reserved for Goose 4291 when realising he's been lifetime banned from yet another good billy goat meat restaurant or forum. Johnny Five grabbed a piecing pass, a passing piecing pass of a piecing pass of a passing piece of scrap, and proceeded to beat his cobra to within a light second of its life, continuing with the colourful punctuation throughout until he tired out and plonked himself down on the outside of the hull. It was then that he realised that the keys were in his back pocket, and every time he sat down, he was pushing the on-off button. Unfortunately, the ship immediately resumed its heading and speed, which happened to be straight into the superstructure, with Johnny Five riding the outside of it like a bucking bronco. He's now being treated in the infirmary special care unit for easily confused truckers. The Hudden Helper, the ever-so-helpful tool that helps Hudden truckers track their trucking, has had an update this week. After a few minor mishaps with the servers, Commander Antares Fusion, um, liar, declared it had to be stable and commanders can now carry on tracking their trucking. With the added bonus that Alvin can now count the number of commander escape pods that are rescued from under the noses of the dastardly new red Thargoids. Thargoids do have noises, don't noses? No, they do have noises. Oh, they, they have noises. They have noses too. Uh, anyway. Download the latest update to the Hutton Helper at hut.forthemog.com And that is all, folks. <laughs> now, onwards with the rest of the show. Oh, God, now this we've chosen the most eccentric selection of music we could get our hands on. There's some Britpop, there's some metal, there's some reggae. And a little bit of something very strange, but it all has a theme. Your challenge this evening is to work out what the heck we're talking... No, not, not, not what the heck we're talking about. What what the th Decode the master plan and then pat yourself in the back when you work it out. I'm not quite sure. Decode what the heck... I don't even know what the heck well, I'm just talking basically, about, Basically, no, work out what the heck is going on. Oh. Before my voice gives out, because it's it's on the edge now. Anyway, uh, um, so we're going to start. Uh, first, we have a little bit of Marley for all those hard-working truckers partying late into the night in Stein. Jam, that made me want a sandwich. Oh, it's a mellow way to start the show, eh? Yes, that was kind of chill. Um, you're sounding super sexy. Well, I'm, I'm definitely not feeling super sexy. Um, my, my, my voice left the premises a couple of days ago, and I've managed to get it uh, well lubricated with some whiskey, especially for the show. But there was a point when I was sounding a little bit flaky earlier. Oh. <laughs> so if I, have to hand, <clears throat> if I have to hand over to you later... There we go, that's a little better, if I do a little bit of Roger Moore. Is that what that is? Well, no, it was just my attempt. Anyway, how are you? I am very well, thank you very much. I was just just trying to fit some wonderful of the, you know, what do you call it, the... Why is that so far over to the left? 
that bit. I don't know. Well, if you move it to your right, it'll be less less leftish. Well, I'm I'm just putting up on the stream the wonderful pictures of Cookie, who is the the nice brand spanking new uh, intern for Hutton Orbital and working under Al. Well, working next to Alvin probably. probably well, working around and around and around and around and around Alvin, judging by uh, how much Cookie runs. Do you want to fill us yeah. in on exactly who Cookie is? How did yes. you find Cookie or Lael well, find Cookie? It was, well, actually, to be honest, it's the same school that Alvin went to and um, where, you know, Alvin was trained how to be a cutthroat, ruthless uh, leader. And uh, they they do an awful lot of uh, various other, you know, potential leaders training throughout. And uh, we, Hutton Orbital, thought the nicest way to, to hook into this school and to repay them for the wonders that uh, Alvin represents, uh, we would go and we would sponsor one of the other students in there for well the duration of their training so that could be what i think is about five to ten years or something it's something quite oh they're, they're, they're always training you know how to how to poke mike in the leg every time the doorbell goes and how to you know bite bite him in the ankles every time his phone rings so we have this uh wonderful little <laughs> intern that we will be following throughout her development as she grows into a fully trained dog and then eventually will be handed her own control whether or not they'll be trucking related or not we don't know it could be anyone it could be someone out there that could be a rival to the truckers this this dirty intern could be our anakin and our downfall <laughs> it might be somebody that's never heard a word of all of this nonsense and just needs some help but yes um cookie is she's an absolute sweetie and she's slightly taller than ed lewis as well just a little bit and a little bit more hair um yeah, actually, probably better hair than the Galactic Intern, and that, that's a hard thing to say, because he does have exceptional hair. A healthy a very glossy coat, coat as well. the Intern. <laughs> and he's got a wet nose as well, but I think it would be a close call to who has the wettest nose. Uh, <laughs> but we are welcoming uh, Cookie to our team. We look forward to being able to bring updates as uh, Cookie learns, and uh, we have a whole... Hope heap of information coming that we will put out on the Facebook page and the various update pages so you can keep up to date with Cookie and see all the light, latest pictures of this little fluffy little bundle of Alvin rivaling joy. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, see, Al Alvin's done so much. I mean, he's got what 14 systems as of this week, and you know, we're, we're, yeah, if he's that good, then there needs to be more of it out there. And that, that was the master plan, really, wasn't it? Four legged so takeover of the galaxy. And of course, yeah, if you want to have a look and maybe even go as far as sponsoring another one of these wonderful school of amazingly hairy interns then you can get those there too by going to hearingdogs.org.uk and have a look at it and maybe think about sponsoring your own but we will be sponsoring Cookie for the foreseeable future and we'll look forward to bringing updates as uh, she grows and develops and becomes that well, glorious and, and of course there's a good reason why we needed a new intern isn't there because um, the old intern got too old yeah I mean who's ever heard of a 30 year old intern and who believes well, that Ed's 30 <laughs> I've met a few 30-year-olds that dress and act like they, they still think they're interns, but um, yes, um, he, he's, he's officially passed it now. That's it. It's game over for being an intern. You hit 30, that's it. So what does that mean he becomes? Well, over the intern hill. <laughs> that sounds like a scary place.
<laughs> no, well, no, he's, I mean, it's obviously still doing his usual, and I think there was a, a stream earlier today with um, one of the one of the uh, Frontier team, was it uh, Mark Allen, I think, joined him on a stream earlier to talk all about it. They've all got a bit grown up, these streams. They've had the Sandro one, they've had the science ones, they've had stuff about thargoids i think it was thoglets or what are they what do we call them suckers little suckers um <laughs> and all of these all of these streams have gone from sort of biscuit munching to all a bit grown up and sensible which is obviously in keeping with his his new age it's yeah i mean i'm not actually i've not watched any of them is that bad oh you should have watched the sandro one about crime and punishment that was that was very good very informative about where they're going now well, i didn't so manage we, to catch this the... this um, this week's one because I was too busy trying to find my vocal cords. Well, we were busy tonight. Actually, we were getting our our tech uh, queued up to some new software tonight. Our our stand-in tech night is, of course, Commander Evenstar, who is controlling the decks, pressing the knobs, and uh, pressing the knobs. He's pull do you? I don't know. He's twiddling the knobs. <laughs> <laughs> so the tech monkey's got his own tech monkey. But no, you're 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 not actually in charge of any button pushing tonight. All you have to do is work your mouth. Yeah, it's it's weird and and restart elite every time it crashes because um, I'm trying to get a camera feed from Commander Pillbox's uh, ship, and I keep losing the connection. This uh, space Skype is crap. Uh, we're in there now. He is currently out near Colonia, and it looks like he's on a ringed planet. And wow, what a view! So if you, you know, want I, to come I see that on he Twitch, was heading back to Colonia after a failed exploration attempt. That's possible, but where he is just now, he's on a planet and it is absolutely stunning. Uh, if you want to come and see what's going on, twitch.tv forward slash Hutton Orbital Truckers. We have some developments in, in development, which I suppose is why they're called developments, uh, with regards to the Trucker TV uh, plans of use of this channel to get some more content and allow you truckers out there to put your stuff and showcase it on the trucking trucking. You, you, you mean Hutton's going all new media? We're progressing from the wireless to to visual production as well. Yeah, so if you're interested in getting involved, then check out the thread on the Facebook page. Uh, go to Hutton Orbital's Facebook page and have a look for Hutton TV and get your name on the list if you're interested in getting involved looking for volunteers and seeing what we can bring into um going forward looks like a lot of fun and um I suppose, but I, I suppose the question we have to ask is do you twitch um, and I we do, don't mean do. like simuth does every time uh, i put a coffee cup down on the soundboard i mean you know broadcast twitch and if you do get in touch i twitch all the time yeah, it's very, very, very spooky every time you do it. You know, we sometimes worry if we have to sedate you. <laughs> well, but anyway, so, so I know I'm, yeah, I'm looking forward to being back. I'm, I'm back, yay! I'm back, but I'm broken. You're, you're I've back got mods. for good, aren't you? Just like well, take yeah, that yeah, yeah, that's a bad song. Um, yeah, I, I've been away for what three months, give or take now. Um, so I've been doing the radio broadcast. I've been literally running home, writing and broadcasting here on the radio station, then dashing out again. I've not actually logged in for more than an hour in, I think, the best part of three months now. Um, so I'm looking forward to actually getting out there in my spaceship, in the purple python herself, the shady lady, and helping Hutton. But it looks like they're doing a really reasonable job all on their own. We're getting concerned that our new intern has no opposable thumbs. Yeah, Klopster, but you should see what she can do with her teeth. It is terrifying. Well, you see, Alvin hasn't got opposable thumbs. He's got a mic. 
that's the whole point and when cookie grows up cookie's going to have her equivalent of a mike who has got opposable thumbs and do what needs doing like opening the dog food which i suppose is pretty much the main job isn't it for mike is just to open the dog food yeah. and then we, we do we do wonder point. how long mike's training lasted to be a suitable aid for alvin Who knows? Has he completed his training yet? I'm not sure. I well, I, we saw some photographs of him sitting training. in the dishwasher at one point, you know, um, when, it, when he was a younger Mike. <laughs> well, anyway, after I think I'm it's really going now. It's all gone a bit squeaky. I've, I've got, <clears throat> I sound like it's some kind right. of well, hormonal how, teenager. How about we just, you know, I think uh, we had uh, Buck was we don't get to eat the cookie sign roof um we uh we, buck was hoping to get back for a wee chat before we went on didn't he well i i think he's um playing with uh miss melba's apple pie okay but um if, if he's not available we'll catch up with him later in the show of course if he's not you know cooking in the kitchen with miss melba yeah, he's just, you know, I know that when in the cooking process, there's a point when you have to test it for its, um, it's kind of, you know, it's spring ability, so you have to push it there, so I know he's probably in there fingering a pie. Um, oh, I, dearie me. He's there. Who's back? Cherry pie. <laughs> How y'all doing? Yeah, really not bad, not bad. Like... Yeah, the cherry pie's in the oven, buddy. And how is it looking? Scrum diddly umptious suck. Fantastic. And how are you this week? How are you doing? Oh, recovering a bit from yesterday. Went to a friend's uh, turkey fry. We fried up, uh, I don't know, six or seven turkeys. One of them is mine. And uh, I drank a bit. And I ate a bit. And then I drank a bit more. So, yeah. Trying to recover from that. A particular reason for all of this turkey goodness? Oh yeah, friends. That's all it takes. Good friends, good food, good booze. I don't think and we've then, done a and a little bit of Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's uh, we we called it our friendsgiving because the day before Thanksgiving. Ah, and so would that make today your Thanksgiving, which is why you're baking the pie. Yeah, and I give thanks to all the brain cells that uh, that passed away peacefully um, from, <laughs> <laughs> from the excess alcohol <laughs> and uh, didn't try to fight it. <laughs> may they rest in peace. Uh, <laughs> well, yeah, it, it's when they fight back the next morning and try and come back from the dead. That's when it really hurts. Yeah, happy yeah. Thanksgiving to all of our American truckers out there and any other person out there who celebrates Thanksgiving. Uh, we give thanks for you. Anyway, well, we, we better sort of mosey on along. Um, uh, use that word, especially for Buck, because he's here. Um, because up next, we've got the little bit of the hot pit bit. Now, I know he's pushing the buttons this evening. He's probably concentrating fearsomely hard. I can actually see the frown on his face. Um, so I think even start might be button mashing and talking at the same time shortly. But to get him some time to get ready, um, we're making a little bit um, of a trip to Amsterdam, courtesy of Mike and some cold pizza for the munchies. Mike? You sure it's not Mitch? We're back. That was quite a mellow little tune there. By, by Mike, Mike Mitch. 
Mike. Metal, yeah. I mean, totally heavy metal, definitely. You rocked my pants off. I require assistance. Yeah, no, we, we had a, we had a complaint from the Paladin Consortium. This was too heavy for the Paladins. And they needed something softer, I think. Well, I think you've got some... Uh, is it a Rainbow with Rod, Jane and Freddy coming up later on? So that might just be... Just maybe softer, a little bit. Take a little bit of the edge off. I've got the wheels on the bus yeah, queued up as well. Oh, fantastic. So we've, we were two tunes down into the radio show this week. So we've had some jamming and we've had some cold pizza, but we don't know what the theme is yet. I've had no correct answers through. Hmm. That's interesting. None. No, no. Okay, well, Twitch chat. Come on, guys. What, what's the theme tonight? Two songs down, or do you need the third one? Do you need to wait for another clue? It's always the third one that does it. Well, you know, if, you, if, you, if you've not got it by now, if you're still running cold, it's time to maybe get something hot. Um, see, that was my... my well, that sounds like a cue, that. Isn't it? I, I'm in... Is it marmalade? Slick. <laughs> <laughs> Says Mr. Moofy. Yeah, brilliant. <clears throat> right, so... We are going to. Are you? Are you all set up? Uh, all set and ready there? Yep. Command buttons everywhere. Fingers at the ready. Fantastic. Well, if you are ready, I shall pass over to you and give you the mic. Right. Here we go. So this, hopefully, is your weekly roundup from the Hutton Orbital Truckers Political Information Team. So first tonight, the latest scores. At twelve down, twenty-eight at thirty. It's Wolf three five nine. At 11, up 6 at 39, it's Epsilon Indy. At 10, up 1 at 47, we're at home in Alpha Centauro. At 9, up 5 at 48, it's Ross 671. At 8, down 3 at 48, it's Wolf 25. At 7, down 3 at 49%, it's Trepin. At 6, down 3 at 58%, it's Wolf 124. And at 5, down 8 at 62, it's LHS 340. At 4, down 9. At 64%, it's PSPF LF2. At 3, up 8. At 68, it's Van Marlen Star. At 2, up 2. At 71, it's LP245-10. And at 4, 1, up 4. At 71%, it's George's Pants. And over in Colonia. At 6, down 1. At 3, at Centralis. At 5, up 3. At 5, at Fartori. At 4, up 3, at 7, it's Pythias. At 3, up 9, at 12, it's Amatsubushi. At 2, up 40, at 57, it's Deviso. And at 1, up 44%, at 66, it's EOL Pokal Centauri. Wow, I mean, that, that is a, a ton of wonderful stats. Um, Alpha Centauri, is, is, it's, it's going up 1. <laughs> Which is not particularly great, is it? Forty-seven percent there at home in Alpha Centauri. It does sound like there's a lot of interesting stuff going over in uh, Colonia. Isn't there just up forty odd percent at Deviso and Procol Well, it, it was in a proper mess, wasn't it? Before last week's show, we were talking about it being right down there in third place, I think, somewhere, and yeah, it's no, all gone. In, yeah, in Procul Centauri, it, it was it was struggling. It looked like they might even lose it. Um, so to go up 44 from 22, that's that's 
freaking awesome, you clever, clever mother truckers out there. But 44 here, 67 now, you say You say you say mother truckers, 60. plural. We think it could be the Major General all on his own. Well, I know, there might be some mind wipe in there as well. He doesn't do that. I mean, I know, I know. You know, they they work hard out there. They're, they're, they're a different breed out that at that place. You know, they they don't wash much. Um, Sixty-eight Van Manen Star, seventy-one George Pentazis. It's yeah. it's all coming back, isn't it? Well, we we, we have we have an expert with us, and of course, we need to ask that weekly question of our expert because I don't understand what the blazes is going on. Um, so we welcome into the studio Commander Overlight. Good evening, Commander Overlight. Good evening. How are you? Well, I'm getting there slowly. Glad to be I'm home. Confused. <laughs> slowly but surely. <laughs> so, what does it all mean? Well, we've got to be a little bit careful because in some places we're doing a little bit too well. In places like um, LP245-10 and, and George Pantazis, we are doing so well. They're actually in danger of expanding out of control. So we've actually got to be a little bit careful that we're not victims of our own success. Um, but where we do need to do some work, we need to do some work in Wolf 359 and we do need to do some work in Wise 08550714 at the moment. That's looking a bit tight. So that's where we've got to focus our attention at the moment. Okay. So, so, so yeah. what... What state are we in at the moment? We are currently coming out of elections. So we've won the election in Stein, which is absolutely fantastic. Um, news travels slowly. So we've got one more day of election to go. Even though we've won it, we're still sort of experiencing the fallout. So that means that combat actions don't count today, but everything else does. Data does, uh, trading, passengers, all the usual stuff, but not combat. Right, and I heard a rumour that we've got the four horsemen of the BGS following up behind this election. The four horsemen of the BGS? What are you talking about, sir? Well, war, pestilence, death, and everything else. Uh, didn't I see some lockdowns uh, and outbreaks and, you know, all the bad stuff? Ah, oh, with you. Yes, yes, with you now. Um, we'll probably go into a non-state, to be honest. I mean, outbreak is the most likely, but we'll probably go into a non-state. With a bit of luck, the work we're doing uh, in Sirius, because obviously that's one of those systems that causes a bit of a headache, um, pretty soon we'll be looking at getting out of there as well. All being well, uh, we'll look at going that way uh, uh, about the weekend or just after. So uh, yeah, it's all it's all sort of moving in the right direction. So for, for, our, for our for our one listener who's uh, listening in, wondering what it, what it all means and um, why are we retreating? The thing is with Sirius, it's one of those tricky systems because there's an engineer there. There's lots of people getting allied with the. Uh, the lead faction there, the name of which temporarily escapes me. So it makes it very, very difficult for us. It's not a system that we control. It's not a system, or sorry, that we can control. Um, and because it's one of those ones where we always be jostling around in the middle, it's just better for hot if we just bow out quietly and, you know, let uh, Sirius Corporation, uh, that's who it is, uh, Sirius Corporation uh, run the place. It's, yeah, I mean, we, we could take it over and then the salt would fly, I think is uh, the, the yes. short version of it. I mean, if, you know, if, if Hutton was to take such a major system as Sirius with the corporation there who were tied up with the Thargoids and the engineer and everything else, we would attract a lot of unwanted attention. So um, we're getting out of that one for that reason. And then we left Kappa for s similar reasons? Yes. Yeah, that's right. I mean, it's, you know, there's obviously... Um 
you know, sort of a thing is with Hot, really. We like to live in peace with our neighbours, don't we? And uh, Cap One City was one of those slightly contentious systems. Getting out of there was hard work. I have to say that was a proper shit job getting out of there, but we did it. Took a month. <laughs> so it's almost as hard getting out of systems as it is getting in them. Um, but yeah, we, we, we want to run a nice, uh, uh, happy bit of space. Uh, where we don't come into conflict with anyone else. So that's why we are getting out of, that's why we've got out of Kappa and that's why we're looking at getting out of Sirius as well. So um, in, in terms of spreading Alvin's benevolence around the place, is there anywhere that we're still looking at trying to work hard just so we can stamp our mark on the place, having been in there for a while? Is there anywhere that's on your radar that we want to start looking at soon? There certainly is. I mean, obviously, we moved into Barnard Star fairly recently. We want to push that now, um, you know, get that uh, get that election with 10th and uh, look at getting a, getting a, a little station there. Um, Kakari as well, we came so close before um, and again we need to push there so we can uh, we can look at uh, we can look and get some influence there so we're looking at leaving to and taking to and trying not to expand any further for the time being so we get some peace and quiet and get back to some trucking you've absolutely got it we want to just be in a situation where we can just truck away and the system's going to look after themselves nice and stable we're not upsetting anybody and we can just have some fun of course, then we'd start looking around our systems for anything with a humorous name, and then maybe take that just for, for giggles. Because, of course, Barnard Star, we've got an expert in things to do with Barnard Star, uh, who occasionally pops up, but he's he's currently suffering with mods at the moment, so we've got his co-expert, uh, Mr. Psycho Cow here, who can tell us why Barnard Star is important to the truckers. Well, Barnard Star, of course, is... Um very much uh, a very working class system um <laughs> more or less <laughs> certainly that's what we did before the balloon saw the maps of it uh, and of course barb station or boston base as it has been since renamed to is the hub of barnard star and is run by station manager david brubin who has uh well, well one of our biggest orders um regular orders in fact he seems to go through mugs with an alarming disdain uh, we're not quite sure what he's doing with them but he is our regular repeat customer and um yeah, to to have a little bit of control all over his station might just give us a secret as to what the heck is going on in there. Um, we, we heard so, he's a bit of a smashing guy. Yeah, I mean, I, I know that, um, well, certainly because we don't tend to deal with him directly. Uh, we deal with Michelle, uh, Michelle uh, uh, Boots, and um, oh, she's lovely. Really lovely, so softly spoken and, and very, very caring, you know, and so it's always nice to speak to, to Michelle. Um, and she is definitely um, on the phone regularly talking about the fact, you know, they're looking for this, the new specs and a higher handle capacity and, and strength and all this kind of stuff. So it's really quite interesting. So it'd be really interesting to get into that station and find out what the hell they're doing to go through that many mugs on a regular... I mean, if they're giving them away to all pilots that dock... Um, Maybe we can find no, out. As, as, as I said, that David Brubin's a smashing fellow, and um, I'm sure he wouldn't be doing anything bad to the mugs deliberately. But you got to watch it, because I hear Customs there is very hands-on. So if you are docking there, um, yeah, just be careful. Well, you see, this this was supposed to be a nice little segue into... Um, yeah. do, do they have a presence where anybody can find out about the Barnard Star dockers and David Brubin anywhere that uh, might be lovely and up-to-date sometime soon? 
Well, yeah, we're still waiting. I mean, they do have that documentary series in Barnard Star uh, called Dockers. Uh, if you watch that on Gal TV, um, it's really interesting. It's kind of like one of those the airport ones where they go behind the scenes and show what's going on there and, and give the exposés on the staff and what they're up to. But um, th that has its own website, which is bs-dockers.com. Uh, bs dash dockers.com so if you go there you'll be able to sort of listen to the back catalogue of that i believe there's some new ones imminent uh imminent being a very very wide well, open. imminent like in shortly after alvin takes over they better do some new ones yes well probably probably shortly after cookie takes over <laughs> so yeah it's we, one we, of those we can give the bar on star dockers to the cookie but yes, I mean, obviously, Dockers is a is a well established uh, description of the shop workers, the staff, the Dockers, the guys that land your ship and then move the cargo around, the customs, the luggage handlers, the air traffic control, and the various different staff throughout the station are all known as Dockers, um, and that's where the phrase comes from. So it's a really interesting show. Um, maybe not particularly safe for work because some of the language of these Dockers, especially that jacks off a lot. He is foul mouthed but um yeah check it out have a listen um and um bringing it back on target slightly for the the conversation here about the hot pit and what does it all mean we've neglected colonia we so have. Um, commander overlight could you give us a quick quick short version of what on earth's going on in colonia and what it means out there too Yes, absolutely. I mean, the Major General has obviously done a cracking job out there. In fact, he's been going backwards and forwards. He oversaw the uh, retreat from Kappa in person, which was a bit of an honour. Uh, but then he nipped back to uh, nipped back to Colonia, um, and he's put out some very specific instructions today. Um, so if I can just point all the truckers there to the uh, to the BGS uh, page on the Facebook. Uh, but what he asks very specifically, uh, the election is going so well that we actually go and do some work in other systems for other factions that don't benefit hot whatsoever um, seems counterintuitive doing work for the uh, for the others but it does actually help us um, but yes it's um, the election is going very well out there so uh, well, uh, fair see, play the, to the reason behind helping everybody else is we are a signatory to the colonial accords which basically says don't be an ass to each other because there are so many other groups out there and they did all the hard work to get out there and get their own systems the the deal is even though uh, Universal Cartographics lets us expand into places. Um, we're lovely, friendly people, and we don't want to take them off other groups of people. So the Colonial Accords basically says if it's owned by somebody else, you can't have it, which is why Doriso was so good, because Doriso was an independent system uh, with no other sort of friendly groups to us, and it was, so we took that one over. But places like Pythias and Fartari and Amatsubushi are owned by other people, and they're their home systems, and it would be very, very rude of us to take them off them. So we're deliberately doing badly in those systems a bit like we are in Sirius and uh, Kappa 1 SETI to try and cause retreats um, so that we can find places for Hutton that aren't occupied by other people it, or were in Kappa 1 SETI obviously that's, uh, that's gone now but yes microsm, microsm of the bubble basically um, but yes it sounds like it all going swimmingly out there fantastic well thank you very much indeed Commander Overlight very yeah, welcome. You can, you can now go and take a, a nice uh, sip of coffee out of your uh, special radio mug. I will. I will. It's got pride of place on my uh, my desktop here. Um, still got to earn that proper mug yet, though. Yeah, well, I happen to know that there are, I think, five mugs 
going out today with the potential of a sixth one too, depending on the top trucker and the CGs and how that went on tonight. So there's a potential. We'll have to wait and see. Very exciting. Well, anyway, um, yeah, the, the next song uh, may or may not be about a mother. Uh, Hutton's spare mum, number one Flossie, is coming up next. Uh, I will admit, though, I didn't read the lyrics, and it's sung by a Glaswegian fella, so I couldn't understand a word of it. All <laughs> that I know is it's about cod liver oil and orange juice. Oh, that is just an amazing tune. I... I love that. Um, it does have sort of a, a little hints of, I don't know if any of you have watched the series The, the Patriot um, on is it Amazon. I think it was Amazon. They um, asked a little hint of the Patriot theme tune in amongst there. So I don't know, obviously, well, obviously the Patriot ripped them off. But what a tune. So we're, we're obviously ready. Uh, we'll just check with uh, Commander Mary. <laughs> Is it Harry Flossie? No, it's not. <laughs> Flossie is not Harry. She is the queen, the queen of the community goals. How are you, Flossie? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very good, thank you very much. Are you all set with this week's joyful um, community goals? And do you have a particular one that you fancy for uh, the mug competition for next week? Uh, yes, so uh, got them both. There's a trade one and a, a combat one. Oh, breaking news, breaking news. I'm going to have to break into the station. Uh, uh, we, we have a winner already. We're not even halfway oh. through the show. Somebody's guessed it. And just in time for Flossie's talk about something as well. Um, so uh, breaking into Flossie's bit, uh, Commander Bam, yes, you managed to get the theme for this week's show. But we're not going to tell everybody else. We're going to leave them guessing. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, you <laughs> Well, um, Sai Moof is asking, is it constipation? I th you think he's focusing on the cod liver oil a bit much there. <laughs> Maybe it's just more of a personal revelation there, Mr. Sai Moof and Tech Monkey. Uh, okay, yeah, well, if you Cod liver oil and jamming. <laughs> you don't put jamming. <laughs> you just don't put jamming. No, constipation's when your poo gets jammed. Uh, right, okay. Uh -huh. <laughs> Should I play the intro? <laughs> And our, our next song is, is Work It Out With A Pencil. Um, <laughs> That's accountants. Or it's it? not. <laughs> That's how the constipated accountant gets well, yeah. That's what they do. Um, <laughs> right, let's pass over to the community queen with the community goals. It's It's Flossie. It's Flossie. It's Flossie. And the community goals. Hello, Flossie here with this week's community goals news. <clears throat> we have two CGs this week. The fifth ages initiative uh, trade and the Fifth Ages Initiative Combat. Uh, the first one, Ages has announced a second military strike on a Thargoid-occupied system, following the success of Operation Andronicus. The operation will focus on Electra, where high concentrations of Thargoid vessels have been reported. Admiral Aidan Tanner, Aegis's Chief Military Liaison, elaborated on the nature of the operation. 
We have two primary objectives, to reduce the number of thyroid vessels operating in Electra and to gather thyroid material with which to test and calibrate our anti-thyroid technologies. Aegis Research has agreed to fund the operation and has promised to reward pilots who deliver thyroid hearts, thyroid cyclops tissue samples and thyroid basilisk, basilisk tissue samples to, Calav <laughs> to Cavalieri in the Electra system. The campaign begins on the 23rd of November and will run for one week and if the final target is met earlier than planned, it will end immediately. And the second CG, uh, Aegis has announced a second military strike on Thargoid occupied system following the success of Operation Andronicus. Uh, yeah, we've already had that bit in the other one. Uh, the promise to reward pilots who hand in Pilots Federation combat bonds at Cavalieri in the electric system. Uh, this also begins 23rd of November and will run for one week and the final target is met early and planned. The campaign will end immediately. So that's a uh, combat and a trade. All and, linked into the same kind of... Yeah. Uh, all in the same system. And, of course, the trade one, the Thargoid bits, uh, will be this week's uh, mug competition for anybody oh. getting in top. Ten commanders. I'm just going to have to suggest, yes, I think, or the highest-ranking trucker in the top ten, unless you get all top ten slots, in which case everybody gets a hut and mug for that. That's going to be forum-worthy, that kind of victory. And it's been, we were close in the first week. I'm not sure how we've done this week. We need to wait for... I, I don't know. Yeah, we're, going to have to, we're going to have to ask in a minute about that one. But, yes, um, uh, that was that was the question. Plus, how did this week's, your your favourite one, how did it do? The the uh, Which one was it? It was the least I? It was the breakfast. No, it wasn't least. It was the breakfast. Breakfast in, in Tranquility, and there was also um, lunch in Leasty. Of course, we did the breakfast in Tranquility. And as far as I can tell, the person who got the most was Commander Betamax, who uh, contributed, I think it, the last total I've got here is 2,848. I'm not sure if uh, this is more up-to-date figure than that. But, well, I've uh, certainly not received a higher one. I've had a, a 1,700 from somebody. I've seen a few 760s, but I've not seen anything to beat that number yet. And, of course, as we've hit the show now and we've had the submissions, then it looks like Commander Betamax might be Flossie's favourite winner from this week. Yep, it looks like a close second was Spike 1986 with 1,953. So, yeah, well, it, was a, it was an unusual um, community goal, and I have to admit, I don't see next week's being uh, any stronger a performance from the truckers, because this week it was rares, and that's quite a tricky one to do um, on your own without getting loaded up with your full loads. So it's very difficult to get into the 2000s. Um, so hats off to Betamax for that amazing effort. And please, can you email us? I took part. Uh... I took part at huttonorbital.com with a shipping address that we can send your mug to. Get it to us tonight, and then it will be off tomorrow. You can have it by the weekend if you're in the UK. 
Door, you see, with, the, with these on, with CGs, some of them, some of them are really attractive. I mean, the one, um, the previous one, of course, was just a, a good old-fashioned tens of thousands of tons of trucking that loads of people got behind. This week's one, being the rarest one, that was less interesting. We, we didn't get ten. I think we we got three that I've seen, maybe four uh, in the top ten. But it wasn't, you know, quite so easy um, to get so many truckers in the uh, the top ten commanders. Next week's one, it's not really a Huttonish kind of thing. It's all to do with war and things. So I'm sure somebody's going to get in the top ten from the team, but I'm not so sure it's a hundred percent Hutton truck and trucking good um, CG this week. So yeah, uh, we look forward to some old-fashioned trucking next week. Well, well, the thing is, yeah. Argoids are yeah, they're not very keen on giving you their parts for free. It's it's not like you can go, excuse me, tell Mr. Thargoid, would you mind terribly giving me your heart or maybe your basilisk bits, maybe your Thargoid mandrables or just just drop them here, I'll give you a mug. It just doesn't work that way. So, <laughs> well, yeah, uh, I mean, this, this is one that suits Commander Gluttony Fang, who's been at the spearhead of Hutton's effort to uh, um, investigate the Thargoids using lasers. Um, I see regular postings by Mr. Fang, and um, he has been giving away tactics on how to survive basilisk encounters. Very handy. And of course, Taran. Taran's always up for a bit of shoot, shoot, pew, pew. So, surprise. No, I think, think Taran's having guys. a holiday at the moment. Well, but we'll find out I mean, during Buck Naked's Hot Hutton Top Trucker bit later. Yeah, but if you want to get involved, you know, surprise, show us how much effort you're going to put in. Blow that community goal out of the water and you could find yourself on top of the trucker list in the top 10 and boom. Mug yeah, and just for the avoidance of confusion, we don't mean the top 10%. We mean the actual top 10 list on the CG. And you've got to be the highest one submitted to us by the time the radio show goes out next Thursday uh, with proof that you were in the top 10 and nobody beat you. Except the Thargoids, it, they're allowed to beat you occasionally. Is it, is it, is it quite easy? Because I've not, obviously, uh, I've, I've been involved. In fact, I've, I was uh, out there shipping some rares in this community goal. Um, I went out there and did some runs. Um, but the question I had is, is it easy to know when you're in the top 10? Yes, because when you hand in at the end or when you cash in at the end it has a little sort of white line amongst all the orange lines that shows you where you achieved in your top 10. Oh, it says okay. you know top 10 truckers top 10 percent top 25 top 50 top 75 um all the tiers that you get um for your your contribution and i'm pretty sure that they all these days have a top 10 in there excellent well, there you go, guys. Get involved. Get you know, show us what you can do, and 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 blow us away. I, I take it, uh, Flossie, you'll be uh, otherwise engaged this week, not wishing to take on a Thargoid for a community goal. Yeah, definitely. User I'll probably concentrate channel. on the uh, fuel vacuum this week. <laughs> uh, you did a rescue this week. I, I did. Heard you did a rescue, yeah. and and where was this rescue? It was no less than that one, Alpha Centauri at Hutton Orbital. And how close had the commander got to Hutton Orbital before running out of fuel? 7.5 megameters. So he was that Sniffing close yeah. Yeah, before we <laughs> turned him into a Hutton mug. We'd take his frameshift drive and turn it into a Hutton mug, but he didn't get turned into a Hutton mug because Commander Flossie rescued him. You could have bumped him. You could have bumped him to it. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, I, could... saw, I saw the... Uh, the call coming on the, on the, the VAT uh, IRC 
and it said Alpha Centauri. We'd actually misspelt it. I thought, I know where that is. <laughs> so I quickly uh, had a look, and I was only two User jumps away. So channel. I called my jumps, and I got allocated. Oh, great. You said, that one, that one, that one's mine. <laughs> I definitely did. <laughs> if I hadn't got allocated, I said, please, can I go? <laughs> Uh, well, congratulations and thank you very much for being a, a top ratting trucker. We thank salute you. I really, I really did enjoy doing that. It was great to, to be out in our own system. Right. Well, of course, it's it's part of the origin of the mug. Of course, that you know the the Hutton mug is made out of the frameshift drives of all those commanders who don't fuel properly and don't make it out to Hutton orbital. So it is very much in Hutton's story as well. So uh, yeah, you couldn't have got it any better for a better commander. But we suppose we better move on because uh, now um, we have a tune for Hutton's very own serial killer. Um, he has four shredded wheat for breakfast every single day to aid his galnet digestion. Galnet News Digest, 23rd of November, 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news... Thargoid Secrets Revealed by Double Agent Dinner is off the menu Canon Interstellar Boycott Plea I should hope not Thargoid Secrets Revealed by Double Agent Secret Squirrel Mark Allen who has secretly been collaborating with Recon Construction in helping the Thargoids build bigger and better anti-meatbag weapons, has turned double agent and revealed many of the secrets behind the Thargon Swarm during a news conference that's been broadcast live to the galaxy and is still available to watch online, despite the best efforts of Tharg the Mighty, Lord of Polaris and Emperor of the Call 70 Sector, to issue a DMCA takedown. Lord Tharg claims that the secrets of the Swarm are his alone, and that only he, and a mysterious character that he refers to only as the Mistress, have access to all the details of how the Swarm works. He is, however, claimed to be extremely displeased by Alan's treachery and has promised an extremely unpleasant fate should the unfortunate spy ever fall into Thargoid pincers. The details of the press release are still being poured over by xenoscientists and their findings are expected in the next few days. Dinner is off the menu. The excesses of fine dining have taken their toll on a number of commanders this week. Two major culinary events have been taking place, in Tarachtor and in Listi. One system celebrating its local breweries, the other its regional vineyards. Both food festivals bought in large quantities of rare comestibles to accompany the drunken revelries. But there's a feeling amongst some attendees that the events may have been over-catered. Independent Leasty for Equality bought rabbits and two different sorts of eggs, as well as tranquil tea and the narcotic Tarach spice, 
totaling 238,000 tonnes. But their excess was surpassed by the Guardians of Tranquility, who ordered Markhorn and Tree Grubs, and, unusually for a beer festival, Milk, Brandy and the infamous Vicious Brew. All in all, the deliveries totaled some 370,000 tonnes of food and drink. There is reported to be very little appetite for any more food amongst attendees, although Commander Creosote feels that he might be tempted to try just one more little wafer. Cannon Interstellar Boycott Plea Canon Interstellar has not yet made an official response to pleas from peaceful commanders to boycott the latest initiative from Aegis. Aegis has so far been ineffective in its attempts to destroy Thargoid ships with its own large battlecruisers, and has once before appealed for assistance from commanders of smaller ships to gather tissue samples from Thargoids and then kill the Thargoids. Aegis boss Aidan Tanner wants the latest scientific murder-fest to take place in Electra. Much hangs on independent commanders' willingness to forget their moral compass when there's a big bundle of credits at stake. I should hope not. Salty commanders have been complaining this week that a well-known source of cracked industrial firmware, a key component in dirty drive modifications for thrusters, has been repaired. The data point at planetary settlement Dav's Hope had been acting like a faulty cash machine and issuing far too much of this elusive data type. However, following a visit by a helpful second technician, the data point is now reported to be in working order again and scannable, as it should be, at weekly intervals. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Excellent. Oh, as usual, it's fantastic. Yeah, and and, and 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 another clue to the theme. Did you get any more guesses in? Oh yeah, I've had one more guess by um, oh Marco two six one two, who has also got it right, but was second. And you may have noticed during that. Of course, it's also the case that not only do I have mods, which is affecting my voice, and the music selection tonight, which is a bit eccentric, um, and Snozzer's got mods, but Pete Wotherspoon has also got mods. You may have noticed he was a bit more gravelly than normal during that one. Really, I, well, I didn't really don't remember listening to it again later on then. Which oh, he was, he was definitely do. a bit husky. You can subscribe to the Galnet feed on uh, the wonderful iTunes or on its RSS feed, or you can listen to it at regular schedules throughout the day on Hutton Orbital Radio's 24-hour stream, which you can get to by going to huttonorbital.com and then clicking on the radio button. Well, um, so and next... Oh, sorry, go on. No, we're having some really in strange issues uh, with um, our multi-crew 
camera tonight. It's just not playing games. Uh, so. Oh, you're you're tw you're twitching again, are you? Always, always got oh, twitches. Well, we 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 thought as as the whole team had come down with mods and somebody had stolen our voices and we'd all gone a little bit more gravelly than normal that we'd play some music by somebody even more gravelly than everybody else. Um, so we've um, got a little bit of uh, Tom Waits next with um, his eggs and sausage. We totally need to get a, a stage in here and a little bar and those little tables and get smoke flying around the place. It's just ugh. Yeah, <sighs> need a Manhattan with that, don't you? Yeah, yeah, and then some, you know, talent. Um, that'll come later. Uh, oh, you... yes, absolutely, indie Manhattan. That's the one. <laughs> Speaking of talent, it's that time again. It's time to go and find out who out there, or who of you truckers, was the most talented trucker this week. And of course, in order to do that, we need to pass over to somebody with the gravitas and indeed the size of ass that requires <laughs> for that gravitas. And there's only one person we know that has an ass big enough for that kind of task. And that, of course, Buck. Um, I don't know if he's is he back. Are you, are you there, Buck? I'm going to get you next time I see you, Bob's. <laughs> <laughs> Call my ass fat. It's all those biscuits. Darn straight. Biscuits are good. I'm going to make some, <laughs> shove them down, down your throat, along with that <laughs> so-called cat puke you call. It's gravy. Biscuits that that gravy. is not gravy. That was, that was just and never no gravy. Tune, it's not freaking cookies. Oh, my goodness. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get into the whole cookies versus biscuit well, argument here. That's awful. No, we're going to move. It, we're going to. We're I going think to let it's going to be eternal. <laughs> we're never it's going to. It's going agree. to be an eternal argument. <laughs> we think Brexit's bad. Trying to get a trade deal with America, and we're trying to talk about biscuits. So you know, well, the biscuit trade's got to be important, and we're all on different sides of the Atlantic on that issue. So there's just never going to be American trade deals as long as biscuits are at the. Co Can't you imagine it? The Americans come over for a meeting over here, and the first thing they're offered is a cup of tea and biscuits, and they're like, "Where's the gravy?" And you're like, "No, you don't put gravy on biscuits." And they're going, "That ain't no biscuit. That's a cookie." And we're going, "That's no, not a cookie. It's a biscuit." <clears throat> And I thought Brexit was complicated. Uh, anyway, um, take us away from this nonsense, Buck. And let's hear about all the trucking that's been going on in the universe. I will. Um, first, though, I want to give a shout out to two of my hundred or so kids that I got floating around the galaxy. Uh, Fiona and Logan. They're having uh, Thanksgiving dinner with me right, right now. Yep. Happy Thanksgiving. So, howdy, kids. Oh, I hear him, I think. <laughs> anyway. All right, so you got that tune you always play for me, or what? Um, I, I am actually, I'm not entirely sure. I think that's one for, for Russell. Do you have no, the, uh, the not, buck not tune? Tonight. The, um, the trembles are being in and pinched. Can't get it going, eh? So, no, I can, I can, All right. really? I can sing for it's you, but you well, probably she... don't want that. I can, I can, I can certainly, uh, I can certainly uh, grab. Now, can I grab? No, I can't grab that for you. Now you just have to. Uh, <clears throat> it goes along the the lines of la 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 la. Yeehaw, he's Buck. Yeah, something like that. All right. Well, then we're gonna get on to the Hutton Top Trucker. Oh, howdy there, truckers. 
This is old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. Again, for this week's Hutton Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hut Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website hot.forthemug.com. Almost as pain-free as recovering from a full bottle of mead, two shots of tequila, and half a bottle of scotch. Yeah, it was a good night last night. So let's get on to our top truckers from last week. Yeehaw! From the Explorers, jumping like horny rabbits in a field, Commander Bola Petunias took the lead this week with over 51,000 light years jumped. What a jump from last week's numbers. Commander Tarrant, 4295, blows Commander Puppy out of the sky and takes back top ranking this week with almost 65 million credits earned and accounted for. Our top mission trucker this week is Commander Christopher Hankey. That's one of the multiple Hankey clones, by the way. Leading the way with 404 missions completed. Miss Lale is sure happy for all your hard work, Commander. Driving the Hutton short bus this week, Commander... I'm going to mess this one up. Commander... Where the fuck... Where the fuck are we? I should have practiced this more or had another lot of scotch before I tried it. Where the fuck are Commander, where the fuck are Takes the lead. And the most passengers with 1,860 people transported around the galaxy. And for the cargo carrying truckers, doing what we do best, this week's winner is Commander Falco Took with a tad over 55,400 tons of cargo hauled. Talk about extra time in the seat, making sure them California peoples get their good. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot.forthemug.com. And get to trucking. Hutton Top Trucker, brought to you by Lacon Spaceways, the only ships in the galaxy with a chair massager option. Just $59.99 extra at your local Lacon dealer. And we'll soon be expanding our line, just like Doc's waistline keeps expanding after eating Miss Melba's pumpkin pies. Thank you for that, Buck. That was uh, amazing. So Taron is back on top. He has pew-pewed his way to the top, to the pinnacle of the pew-pew list. Pew-pew. He did it. Taron Taron just tore him up. Tore up old. And I think, yes, it's Commander Weatherfakari. Um, I think is 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 the 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 correct pronunciation. But you know, we can't really hold you to pronunciation because you can barely speak English as it is. Um, where the fuck are we? Okay. With the, I guess the I can see that in all them all them consonants and a couple of vowels in there. Looked like oh, he just like smashed his hand on the keyboard. That's my name. We have to send a huge love and and healing thoughts. To, to Flossie's little co-pilot who's been at the vet all day and is coming home and it's ah <sighs> as long as Rob doesn't sit in or there's Mike being very caring there how how is how is the dear little chappy doing uh, she's just sleeping most of the time at the moment um, 
We we did get a bit of a scare early on because you know she's had to have a, a leg amputated, and uh, obviously that meant an anaesthetic operation, and an anaesthetic in a hamster not always a good idea. Thank you for mentioning hamster because I was trying to work out how to break it to people that we're not talking about a member of your family. Uh, it was your hamster. <laughs> spoiled yes. that surprise. Sorry yeah, about that. Sorry. No, well, I hope, I hope, I hope that uh, she. What, what's what's her name? Holly. Holly. I hope Holly makes it through the night and makes a nice strong recovery. It can sometimes yeah. just take a, a. It can take them a little bit what, a longer to get over the anesthesia. She somehow got got out of a cage, which is she must have fallen about five feet um, from the door that was open when we found it. That is, uh, yeah, that's a, that's a shame. No, we did. I don't even know how long it, she was out. No. Well, I can tell you an interesting story about Simon and I, who went on the hunt for an escaped hamster in my grand's house, and he was arm into the top part of a wall, feeling around when he saw two two eyes, and I kindly pointed out that it might not be a hamster, and at that point it was too late. But it was a hamster, thank goodness, so we rescued them. They're, they're quite robust sometimes, so fingers crossed, love and healing thoughts out to there. And thank you, Buck, for the Top Trucker report. Oh, go. Thank um, you. Who, who's in the green room tonight, Dave? Oh, there's lots of people in the green room. Is there anybody noisy in the green room? Oh, yes. Oh, no, there's, there's lots of people. One, two, three, four, five, I don't know, ten or so lurking in the green room. And dodging the skydiving hamsters. <laughs> well, it, yes, there's quite a lot of them in the in the green room. Now we we had a message in the green room that at the start of the show, um, and as Falco took was mentioned during the uh, the top trucker bit, that um, some people hadn't heard. Uh, Falco took a little message to Hutton Orbital at the start of the show, and I thought, well, we could we could possibly play that, and then the next tune, if Even Stars got one or and or the other available, um, while the guys in there get themselves a nice uh, hot cup of coffee and turn off the TV. Let's do that. We'll do the intro and then we'll do the tune. How's that? I'd been out here for a week. Surely Alvin had forgiven me by now. It was only the once. Only one stray shot. And anyway, I had traded my way into the top truckers. Just quietly. Too many security ships with itchy trigger fingers. Too many on the lookout for enemies of the truckers. That's what it felt like being an outsider, an enemy, dirty. Just hope this trade hall cleared my record. It was about time I broke radio silence. I reached over to the ship's radio and threw the switch. How are you, Ben? And what have you? I know you had a busy week on Monday when you did a an amazing expose on the terrible uh, carry on going on at Frontier with that ruth, ruth, ruthless bastard Sandro Samarco. Um, <laughs> No, an amazing interview about the crime and punishment section. So, other than that, have you had time outside of that to do anything else? This tonight's actually the first time I've had a chance to play. Really, um, I wasn't really. I was. I was absolutely shattered yesterday. So, I was just, you know, recovering basically after doing live radio stuff till God till God knows what o'clock on 
Monday and Tuesday, and then off Linton. So I just slept yesterday, basically. But yeah, I made it in tonight. And did you? I loved that stream that we had about the Thargons earlier. That was great stuff by Mark Allen. Ah, I've not watched it yet. I might get a chance it's, to do that with it's a cup hypnotic. Of it really <laughs> is hypnotically good. Okay, excellent. That's uh, great to know. You should check that out. Now, you recommend that to anyone out there who has a spare, was it about an hour? An it's hour about long? an hour. It's, you, you, it, 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 it you. <laughs> it smartenizes you. Yeah. It smartenizes. Yeah, not enough. Uh, not enough. But, uh, it, it do, not it enough do, if you're going to use a word like smartenize. It does math, as the Americans might say. Okay. <laughs> Oh, now we know why Mr. Winner does the writing, eh? <laughs> right, uh, thank you, Ben. No worries, uh, please, please lift, lift the level a little bit. How are you and what have you been up to this week? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. Um, not too much this week, really. Uh, just uh, certainly in game, just been, uh, you know, doing the normal shit that we have to do. Yeah, the trucking, trucking standard instructions and. Uh, yeah, I've, I did. I did some of the the community gold. Did you get an opportunity to do any of that? No, I didn't. Uh, too busy with other stuff. Making drink uh, and drinking drink. Uh, yeah, well, a bit of that as well. Yeah. Eh, because you've got your, your prize-winning brew that we were hearing about last week. Is there anything new this week that you've got in the uh, the old bubbler? Um, I've got a um, what's going to be a rhubarb saison. Is is in the fermenter at the moment. Ooh. Ooh. Give me for asking, but what's a rhubarb saison? It's a saison that's got rhubarb in it, funnily enough. Okay, uh, forgive me for asking, <laughs> what's a saison? It's a Belgian ale, although the French make some saisons as well, but uh, yeah, the Belgians are better at it, to be frank. Oh, it, it's <laughs> ale. Okay, ale. It's 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 yeah. Well, it's a beer. It's a beer, yeah. It's... um. Yeah, um, that's a, that's a bitter of a beer with the bitter of the rhubarb. That's that's going to be yeah. I mean the the um, a, a saison tends to be you know have a bit of sort of spicy peppery notes in it as well. So fantastic. Well, we look forward to hearing um, when it's time for sampling that one. There, uh, this sounds really interesting. Thank you very much. I'll let you get back to it. We have no Antarius Fusion, who is currently outed, um, and Mr. Buck, who's obviously celebrating with his family the Thanksgiving tonight. So we'll skip the two of them, and we'll come straight down to Graham M.K. Good evening to you. Good evening. <coughs> Pardon me. Oh, no, it's fine. You, know, you heard Simon earlier on. He just doesn't hold anything in, so don't worry about it. <laughs> so what have you been up to this week? Oh, just getting everything lined up to try to get a next election next week again. Trying to get all our ducks in line, but that's about <coughs> it. Okay, so yeah, hey. a, bit, a week a week of what you would call admin and preparation. Yeah, it's going to be a busy week next week, I think. Hopefully, fingers crossed. I'll look forward to seeing you in those trucker charts. Then that'll be quite interesting to see. Uh, we'll move on down. We have, of course, <coughs> our. Our top CG winning, mug winning Bitamax. Commander Bitamax, good evening and congratulations on uh, you winning a hut and mug tonight. Good evening, thank you. I've, I've only just stopped running around my cargo hold in my Python. 
<laughs> now don't remember no, no, sorry, don't forget not don't remember don't forget to send us your postal address so that we can get that shipped straight across to you by uh, well we'll send it the quickest way we know which is flossy huh <laughs> we'll get you to stick it in the back of your, your cargo shot you can fire you can fire on your on your way over to do your your reading and your you know well not in the community goals this week but uh, seeing as you're heading out that way you might as well go and deliver that mug for us but no okay. hopefully if you can get us the address we will get that off to you and hopefully get you that into your hand by the weekend uh we've got a few mugs going out so hopefully it'll be a few happy truckers come saturday morning um Yay. yeah you've already got your mugs i know no i've, I've, I've you not I got one mug. Yeah, I was I was quite surprised to learn that Antares Fusion does not have or did not have an official Hutton mug. I thought that was quite a, an oversight for all the things he's done. But then I remembered he's Antares Fusion, and that kind of made it all okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, but Max, what have you been up? Well, we know what you've been up to for the last week. <laughs> Otherwise, you wouldn't have been at the top of that list. You've been uh, trading oh, rares. It was a long weekend, let's put it that way. Well, I did it for about four hours and managed to get 53 tons. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so so you went you went teabagging then, Cal? No, no, no. I was on uh, just taking an opportunity. I think it was probably Sunday or Saturday. I went out and did a couple of runs myself. And yeah, you know, it's, it's all right. It wasn't a particularly... If I had a team of guys around, it might have been a lot more fun and maybe I'd have done better. But I'm, I'm definitely more of a loader than I am a being loaded. <laughs> so, I, mean, I'm a t- I don't know, I don't know <laughs> how that works. Let's, let's not go there. There's an pass that I just don't want to see. <laughs> <laughs> Were you? Did you get? To, don't go to ask him that either. Sorry, no, I did not get the loads. Uh, I did everything on my own, luckily enough. Jeez, what were you flying? I was just in my asp. Yeah, that that's a, that's proper a lot of trucking. Yeah. yeah, that's yes. proper proper truck. Well, that just makes it even better that we're sending you a mug, and uh, you'll definitely need it. Although you might not be able to lift it. Well, <laughs> I spent so much time on the computer now. The missus has said it's her mug. She gets the first gin. That sounds fairly reasonable, I think. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, you you can you can say with hand on heart that you earned your mug by stuffing as many rares in your asp as you could in one week. Most definitely. <laughs> Just realizing that uh Billbox has named his ship Katoot Box, and I'm not sure if that's rude or not. So apologies to anyone who actually um, understands Pillbox speak. Um, who have we got next? We've got Commander Ken Wallace. Good evening to you. Evening. How are you doing and what have you been up to? Trying to get closer to Beagle Point. Uh, still about 35,000 light years away, so not much further than I was two weeks ago. Oh, that you were only what about forty or something? So you done about ten, ten thousand in the week. Uh, about five thousand in two weeks. It's <laughs> <laughs> okay. I came prepared uh, for whatever reason. You need a mechanic to put a decoration on the dashboard, so I'm staring at both a pumpkin and a Christmas tree right now, which makes <laughs> me one of those Christmas trees up in November. You, you, airlock three. Flush them out immediately. Let me put it up myself. I would have left it till December. If you put it up yourself, it would have been a much more uncomfortable flight. Um, (laughs) Right. So you're you're almost there. If if you were to put an effort, and you could probably do that in a a, well, at least a week. 
need a bit time of a push for that. That's what I'm doing tonight instead of working. Ah, uh, right. Okay, the old dreaded real life uh, work. Huh. What is it good for? Stopping you from getting to where you're going. And to say that, it took me about four months to get out to Colonia. So I'm not going to criticise you. It's one of those things. Jumping can be very, very time-consuming, and no matter how much episodes of uh, Stranger Things you've got, it's still quite tricky to keep your focus high enough to not crash into the stars in the way, so, yeah, good luck and safe travels. Thanks. Alright, uh, who we got next? We've got Commander Zorlak, who's appeared there. Good evening to you. Good evening. A little bit quiet. I don't know if anyone um, could hear him or not. I'm oh, sorry. There you go, I'm... week off. Hello. Um, how are you doing? I'm okay. How are you? Nope. We're not going to be able to hear. I'm not sure. Can anyone else hear Zorlak? Yeah, that, everybody it... can hear him I fine. I can hear him Absolutely. fine. Absolutely. It's just you. Can you hear him perfectly? Did you turn your hearing aid up? Did you oh, turn your you... hearing aid up, he just said to you? No. <laughs> well, I can talk to Commander Zorlak, because hopefully cause I can hear him. So, um, Zorlak, you had some terrible news this week. Yeah, I, I just discovered it today that uh, EDDB has stopped producing one of the files that I use to create the exploration data runs. Uh, I understand why they're doing it. It's like it's ten. It's a ten gig file they need to generate every day, so they're they've taken it offline for the moment. I, I'm not sure what alternatives they're looking at. Um, I will contact them sometime next week because I'm a bit busy over the weekend. There are alternatives, but it requires me to spend some time, and that's something that I don't have right now. Maybe over the Christmas break I can look at it again. Yeah, well, um, well, yeah. hopefully something will crop up. I mean, it has been a central resource also, I think, for Dr. Maidlung, who's uh, up next as well, who's been doing it to uh, harvest some of his stats on the stars and planets out there. So I think both of you are going to be missing this additional data out of uh, those databases, possibly. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping there will be. I'm hoping this, just, this is just like, we're going to pause it while we find an alternative. Um, because... Because it is a shame, there's a lot of data out there for exploration data runs. Um, if they're going to break that, then maybe these are the last ones, but I really hope not. Well, I mean, it was an enormous data file, and imagine the, the bandwidth requirements, everybody downloading it to get themselves uh, filthy rich out there in space was probably crippling them a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it wasn't the fastest server in the world. Um, but then, you know, I'm, I'm downloading a 10 gig file, you know, you can ask it to be compressed, it's still only like a 1 gig or... You know, 800 meg file it's still a very big file oh yeah you imagine a thousand people yeah downloading that when they update it yeah yeah and at the same time it's still pulling and pushing data to and from eddb and eddn and yeah it will soon add up to a, a processor load and a, a lot of network traffic oh well well uh you know it was good it was good while the, the honking lasted anyway <laughs> yeah it made me and a lot of other people very stinking rich uh, it makes me wish I'd actually... Well, you've still got the old data, for those of you that haven't done it yet. It's just no extra data. Yeah, I mean, they, they, they grow a little bit. Um, I think the last one, it grew something like, I don't know, like 10% in uh, three months or something. So it's not going to be massively out of date. You know, you can go out tomorrow or next year and you're still going to have all the systems there. There'll just be a whole bunch of systems that people have discovered that I can't put into those exploration data runs. Ah, oh, well, well, never mind. Well, thank you very much indeed. And um, stepping down to Dr. Maidlung just below. Now, Dr. Maidlung, um, how many people have watched your episode two of your video now? Oh, God. Um, 
Sorry, I didn't check. <laughs> well, no. It's probably about 2,000 by now, I think, maybe. So 2,000 people. I mean, the first episode wasn't that successful. Yeah, well, it became more successful <laughs> after people saw that one. Uh, let me just check. I might have been pulling that number out of my bum hole. No, that was well, the last time I checked. It, it, oh, it just breached 1,000 after Obsidian Ant had mentioned it on his uh, live stream. Yeah, yeah, that's right. It's uh, 1.3. I completely highballed that one. 1.3 tending to 2, that's to the nearest 2,000, that's 2,000. <laughs> but no, I mean, that's, that's fantastic. I mean, how do you feel that you've had 2,000 people listening to, yes, your science? Uh, it's a bit scary, really. <laughs> yeah, one person I, point out that I did one of my calculations wrong, but the number is correct. It's just the, the my, the, I'm, missing, I'm missing a square, um, but I did do this, I actually did do the square. Oh, but it, you know, it was a test to see if anybody was paying attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'll, I'll go with that one. <laughs> but no, thank you very much for that. It's you know fascinating. It's um, yeah. It, for those that haven't watched it yet, it's all about your uh, your gravity and your orbits and uh, Roche limits and yeah. I mean, real heavy science behind uh, elite and uh, well, the universe actually. Forget forget it being elite for a second. It's all about the you know the uh, the way the universe functions. So we're we're looking forward to episode three. And uh, what that brings, do you do you have a title for the next one yet, or is it still in the drawing board? Uh, it's kind of still in the drawing board. I was actually going to, I was actually going to pull um, my fellow explorers to try and find me a um, a very close orbiting um, um, like neutron star with a like a regular star orbiting super close. But I just I just found one, so <laughs> I don't I don't need that. As luck would have it, amongst the 400 billion stars yeah, yeah. out there, you happen to bump into one. Yep, yep. Um, so the next, I think the next one, I'm, I'm, I think I'm going to try and um, explain a little bit more of science, also to do with like um, uh, mainly gravitational fields and things like this, and then lead that on to talk a little bit about the sort of more sci-fi element, um, talking about the assumptions required for frame shift and things like that. Probably not going to be any maths in that, uh, although... Well, the, 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 the science that we haven't discovered yet that we would need to <laughs> yep. discover to make spaceships fly through space at the speeds that we do. Yep, yep. Yeah, well, I'm really, really looking forward to it, and hopefully you've got lots of subscribers who were uh, you know, watching and waiting for the next bit as well. So thank you very much for doing that for us. Now, I'm going to hand over to my cow, uh, cow presenter. Yes, my cow presenter, the cow. Works. Uh, because yeah. my, my voice has definitely, definitely left the building now. Move. Okay. Move. Yes, boo. Good evening again. Right, our next commander on the list is currently muted. But I'm not sure you're there, Mike Sini. Are you there? No. If not, we'll move on to Commander Lennon. Good evening to you. Good evening. How have you been this week? Has it been a better week for you? Oh, I've been in training all week, so I haven't done a thing. Oh goodness me! One of these days, have you got a holiday coming up? Have you got some good holidays for Christmas? Uh, no, not as such. Oh, jeez. Oh, it's just blazing <laughs> through. Well, you. Uh, yeah, well, fingers crossed you have a nice weekend then. Yeah. We've got to look forward to it. And what we have next on our list is, of course, Odie Moncrew. Good evening to you, sir. Good morning. Uh, good evening. Well, it could be good morning where you are. What time is it? Uh, I misspoke. It's, I think, about two or three. Something. Okay. Good afternoon to you then, Odie. Um, and what have you been up to this last week? 
Exploring and getting a lot of exploration data. Ah, okay. Not enough to get in the top truckers list at the top then, though. Not so Apparently, last week, uh, yeah, I had that on my fifth, sixth place for this uh, current week. Last week, I was the top trucker on it. And that was get me getting to Colonia. Okay, so you're hoping to, to, to regain that top spot when you sell that data? Yes. <laughs> okay, we'll see if Hanky can possibly put a spanner in the works. He's always out there exploring as well. Um, thank you, Odie. Uh, Mando, Mando. Yep, sorry. Would sorry. I be able to tell a pun or two? Oh, God. I was hoping you wouldn't. Go for it. Okay, what does a cow like best about mouth? What does a cow like best about mouth? Yeah. Calculus. Mouth. Uh, not mouth, okay. Or <laughs> 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 mouth, okay. Sorry. And how does a farmer count his herd? No, he I, use, no idea. He uses a calculator. Oh, God. Right, next, next, we have Commander Overlight, who joined us earlier on for the Hot Pit Report. Uh, what were you up to last week? Hello again. I was um, I was doing that work in Kappa. Uh, Excellent out in Kappa, trying to fix the situation out there and get it back on course. Yeah, that's right. And then uh, after that, immediately before the show, Yeah, we've, we're we're losing the tail end of your 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 oh, feet. Is that there, I'm afraid. Oh yeah. Can you hear me now? So you're out in Kappa, getting it into the crapper and the crapper out of Kappa. <laughs> yes, and now I'm in the Pallades trying to get the crap out of here because it's uh, it's scary. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, good luck with that. We will catch up with you next week then and see how you got on. We have our pilot of the Twitch stream, Commander Pillbox, who has given us some beautiful views and things to stare at. How are you doing now? I'm all good, sir. Thank you. There was a point there where people were witnessing the Type 6 that you were flying crashing repetitively into the docking slot. No, that wasn't me. I don't have, I don't have a Type 6. No, it was me. <laughs> <laughs> actually, I do have a Type 6. Um, I actually flew to Colonia in the Type 6. That's how I got here. My goodness, really? Yeah. Why? Why not? I'm a trucker. <laughs> True. Yeah, do it the crazy way. That's it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, thank you for that, Bill Wilkes. Uh, Saimu for Tech Monkey. What have you been up to? Me, nothing. None of your business. No, I, I was just wanting to say to Pillbox, it would be nice if he could uh, take requests of what uh, to do with your ship. Take his ship is the mine. What do you mean? Yeah. I, I'm sure most of the requests would probably be illegal. <laughs> Not like you fly it into a station and then shoot a ship on the pad and get out and see if you can survive. Yeah, Except that where thing. I am, there are no stations. <laughs> oh. That was a beautiful, a beautiful ring planet that you were on for quite a bit there as well. Uh, and yeah, unfortunately... Actually, the, you know, um, when, we, when I was in that part with the ring, um, I can actually give you the locations because I posted earlier on uh, Facebook that I was coming back after a failed exploration ship trip, right? 
And I happened to find that place on the way back. So I landed at a Fort Mug. And before the show started tonight, I thought, okay, cool. I'm, I'm going to take you there because it just looks so cool. And But I didn't realize because I got there when, when we were watching it, it was a 2.3G planet. So I nearly crashed it quite a few times. I was actually struggling <laughs> with the damn thing. <laughs> oh, that would have been brilliant here. Then I thought I was flying for sure. <laughs> Thank you, Pillbox. Pillbox is the pilot of our remote stream so that uh, we can uh, concentrate on trying to do a professional show. <laughs> I've got no excuse, I'm sorry. Um, but see, he's been flying around giving us some pretty views <coughs> to look out in the stream, which has been really appreciated. Uh, thank you very much. And hopefully you are enjoying the use of your Hutton radio mug as well for your assistance. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Thank you very much. No, not at all. It's a pleasure. Oh, God. Our last contact in the green room tonight is Ambassador Skiprot of the Skiprot of the Duncum Green Party. Good evening to you. Evening. Oh, yes, how, Yeah, how, how have you been? Have you been partaking of, of, of any... You know what? After, you know, because Skiprat does a section on the Drabble Show, which we call the uh, Dictionary, Dick's Horny Corner with Professor Skiprat. And last week he gave us an absolute corker and I got into a conversation with Dan Grubb and managed to say something in a matter of a few words that's possibly the filthiest thing I have ever uttered to another human being but completely innocent on the surface of it. <laughs> Thanks to the help of Professor Skiprat. Thank you for all your assistance with that. What did you say? Well, I was basically... Bets for a Friday night. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that, that's a travel you... show special, that one. <laughs> the words are innocent, but thank you very much. Oh, yeah, I'll, t I'll tell you off air. But basically, I was commenting on his sweater. So, oh um, yeah, 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 yeah. What have you been up to this week, Skippy? I know you're not being you're not been about in the universe, but have you been up to anything exciting? Um, um, no, nah, just kind of work and stuff. Um, I listened to the um, live radio broadcast the other day. Oh, for the crime and punishment. What did you think? Um, I like some bits, but there's an awful lot of stuff that I don't like. Okay, so still some work to be done there as far as you're concerned. Yeah, yeah, um, um, definitely, you know, it, 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 it's a complicated thing, I know, and, and they know the ins and outs of the games and stuff, but but from my point of view, it, it shouldn't be a case of, um, what was it they were saying about, um, being able treating ships differently so you know you put the crime on one ship and then you swap into another ship and and you're all okay again that, 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 that doesn't make sense that's like me driving around in a Porsche going on drive-by killings and then and then getting out and getting into a Mini Cooper and becoming a responsible member of society again, you know? <laughs> yeah, but any witnesses would only know the registration number of the car you were in before, not necessarily who was driving it. So there is some logic, but I do agree yeah, that it should yeah, carry but, over. But the problem but is, if, if you become a well-known, respect, you know, a, a reputational pirate or something like that that's well known it doesn't matter what you're going to fly people are going to know you by name mm, but how would they know what who's piloting a ship 
necessarily. I mean, I guess it tells you in the in the comms, but yeah. I don't know. Anyway, yes. Yeah, yeah, I mean, there's, there's, there's little grey areas. I think the the key thing yeah. about it being assigned to the ship is more to do with the ship that you do the crime in is the ship that you pay the fine in. So it's more about hooking it in and allowing them to track that better, I imagine, than there to be some kind of strong logical reason for it. But yeah, I mean, these things, still, you know, just feed your feedback back and 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 uh, the bits that you're not keen on and let them develop it better. Because you know, that's how if you think about way way back when the original transportation was going to be set points uh, and systems, and now we you know like no 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 no, and now we've got you know the ability to fly the way we want to fly. So there's lots of but, things like that that they are very good at bending over and and listening. Yeah, but you know one of the things is crime and punishment shouldn't also be just about punishment. It should be about encouraging players to be criminals. Um, it there should be benefits in there as well to say, oh, wouldn't that be cool to go and try that out? Because you know that that would be amazing to go down that route and try that sort of thing. And and well, I I, don't, I mean it's it's not particularly what we we do on on Hutton Radio, but you know no. the games um where you know what was it? it was the kind of Sid Meier's Pirates where um being in that line you can get information about where there are profitable ships and trade routes going on yeah. you can then go in and, and, and infiltrate so yeah there's i see you I mean there could be some room for that which would be awesome um yeah. but thank you very much skip that no worries um um other than that um yeah tell me about what what oh yeah you told me i'm a cabbage i need to go have a bath and shower you know that <laughs> Yeah, it's coming up to Christmas. <laughs> I've got to get rid of the swampy feel. <laughs> well, thank you very you much, Commander Skip Rat. There's one for Friday. Right, we are going to bid you all a good evening. Thank you very much, Green Room, for being part of our show tonight. We've appreciate. What the heck? We've appreciated having you. Thank you very much. And uh, we're going to nip up to the Green Room and take this out for the last bit. Uh, thank you very much. Yep, um, don't forget to yeah. grab the spare tech monkey on the way through. I don't know if I can move him. Ook. Ook. He shall not be moved. Well, let, let's all just count to three and then run, shall we? Okay, yep. Thank you very much, everyone, for the mug! For the mug! For the mug! Well, what do you know? I could move him. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't do... We oh, just didn't move Dave. I've got to say. Ah, well, you know, it's one of those... One of those things, yeah, everything's back up and running. We're good to go. Well, that, yeah, thank you very much for taking tonight. Uh, it's been an absolute joy to not have to press tons of buttons. Yeah. Nice and peaceful when I forgot to turn the mics on as well. We're just yeah, checking, are our mics live now? Yes. Yes. Y'all's yes. yes. oh, mics are live. Right, well, thank you very much, Flossie. Thank you, Russell. Thank you, Buck. Thank you to, of course, uh, Overlight as well for helping us out tonight. And, of course, to my co-presenter, Dave, for managing to speak through razor blades. No, I'm, to, I'm still going, just about. To squeak out some notes so that we can hear it. And thank you to everyone that took part Pillbox for flying my ship and everyone in the green room for being part of our show. And, of course, everybody on the Twitch chat for being part of the show as well. And a huge warm welcome to our new intern, Cookie, and we'll keep you up to date on what Cookie's up to over the next couple of shows as well, so that you're always mm, at touching it. I like cookies. Yeah, do you uh, anyway, well, before before we With go, milk. obviously, 
um, we, we had a theme for this evening, which I know two people have guessed so far. So um, a little review that we had some some jamming, some cold pizza, a bit of cod liver oil and orange juice, a serial killer, some eggs and sausage, uh, some coffee and TV. So the question for all of you here is, before we play the next tune to give it all completely away, what was the answer? Breakfast. Right you are. And funnily enough, that is the last tune for the show.